You're listening to Life with Impact. Join us as we continue to rediscover the heart of Jesus together. Hey, Impact, Ronnie here, and today we're continuing with part three of our Scandalous Love series. And I'm loving this series because we're talking about everything from how Jesus shared, um, how he loved the world, how he expects us to love him, and how he desires for us to love those around us, and even more. And I tell you, when he said the things that he said thousands of years ago in his day, it was revolutionary. Dare I say, scandalous. And so a couple weeks ago, two weeks ago, we opened up this series with Dustin. He was talking about how God scandalously loved us. And it's a very important message and a very important concept and the foundation for this entire six-part series. And so if you didn't catch that, you need to catch that. It's on YouTube or everywhere that podcasts are streaming. Because Dustin was talking about how before we learn how to love each other, we must first understand how God loved us. And it's so powerful. And then last week, Anthony continued the series with part two, and he talked about us taking that love that we receive from God and then going out into the world and spreading that love to the world in the form of domestic and international missions. So going all around the world, spreading God's love. And he talked about opportunities like um, supporting the church's um, students' missions trip that they have coming up in the summer to Alaska. He talked about that we can contribute by either buying them t-shirts that help raise funds for their ministry and for that missions trip, or even supporting and adopting a student specifically and helping contribute to them going financially. And so check those two messages out again on YouTube, anywhere the podcasts are streaming also. And so just so you can be caught up in the series. Now, let's get going on part three. In part three of this Scandalous Love series, we're talking about loving our city, loving the people around us. See, Anthony talked about going on mission and being on mission and going to international missions and and domestic mission trips. But if I'm honest, sometimes that can seem a little far away. Right, whether it be Alaska or Ecuador or those kind of places, Israel, those seem a little far. And so, if you're like me, you may be wondering, well, well, how do I take this love of God to the people who are near to me, the people that are close to me, my family, my friends, the the homeless man on the corner, right? How do I do that? And if you're like that, then that's where this message, this love scandalously loving our city and the people around us comes into place. And so this is part three of a six-part series, and every single week of this six-part series is going to be really, really important and and powerful in a, a way that we can affect change in our lives and in the people around us with radically and scandalously loving, whether it be the church, whether it be ourselves, whether it be the world, all those kinds of things. And so you're not going to want to miss any aspect of this series. But all throughout the series, every single week, just like Anthony last week and this week as well, we're going to have opportunities for you. Um, We're actually going to have practical steps and opportunities for you to serve, things that you can contribute to, whether it be your time, etc. We're going to have opportunities for you to serve. And so I'm going to talk about four upcoming opportunities regarding this message and loving our city right after the message. So stay tuned for that. And so Just be asking yourself as we get into this message, how does God want me to respond? 
How does God want you to respond? What does God want you to take from this? Where does God want you to go with this, right? Be asking yourself that as we as we go through this message. Now, today, we're going to be going directly to the words of Jesus and listening to Jesus tell the story of the Good Samaritan. And that's going to be in Luke chapter 10, verses 25 to 37. But as we look at this, this Luke chapter 10, this Good Samaritan parable that Jesus tells, we're really going to pick up three important things that God gives us that we can apply to our lives and learn how to scandalously love our city and the people around us. So let's get into this story. Let's get into this parable. And then we'll get into those three quick points. So Jesus tells a story about a man who says, how can I inherit the kingdom of heaven? How can I go to heaven? How can I make sure that I get it right in this life so that I can be in the afterlife? And Jesus says, well, you know what the law says. And the guy says, yeah, I know. Love God with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your mind, with all your body, right? Love God with everything you have. And then also says, love your neighbor as yourself. And Jesus says, yeah, do exactly that. If you do those things, you got it right. Then the guy says, well, how do I do this, right? The man says, who is my neighbor? And Jesus replied with the story. Here's where we pick up the story in Luke chapter 10. A Jewish man was traveling from Jerusalem down to Jericho, and he was attacked by bandits. They stripped him of his clothes, beat him up, and left him half dead beside the road. By chance, a priest came along. But when he saw that that man was laying there, he crossed the street to the other side and passed by him. Then a temple assistant walked over and looked at the man lying there. But he also passed by him on the other side. Then a despised Samaritan came along. And when he saw the man, he felt compassion on him. And going over to him, the Samaritan soothed his wounds with olive oil and wine and bandaged him. Then he put the man on his own donkey and took him to the inn where he took care of him. Then Jesus poses the question after this story, which of these three do you say is the neighbor to the man who attacked, who was attacked by the bandits? Well, the guy said, the one who showed him mercy. And Jesus says, yes. Now go and do the same. Super, super important story. Passionate story. A story that really churns your heart when you see it. I know it does for me almost every time. And so when we go out and we scandalously love our city, when we love our city with a radical scandalous love of Jesus, he gives us three things and we learn them from this story. The first thing is that he gives us, number one, eyes to see. He gives us eyes to see. See, God, church, wants to open our eyes. He wants us to look around and see people. He wants us to actually see them, actually see their needs, their struggles, their circumstances. He wants us to see it. When we look at this story, when we look at this, the, the first two guys, they didn't see that man through the eyes of God, did they? No. Go back to the story. Let's read that again in verse 31 and 32 in Luke chapter 10. But when he saw the man laying there, the priest, he crossed to the other side of the road and passed him by. Hmm. He wasn't looking through the lens of God, was he? 
And then it says a temple assistant walked over and looked at him lying there too. But he also passed by on the other side. See, they saw that man laying there. They saw him broken, bruised, hurting, in need. But they were selfish. They considered themselves instead of considering him. Or maybe they were fearful. Maybe they were afraid of him. Maybe they were afraid of themselves. Or maybe they were too busy. Or maybe they, they thought, I, I have another meeting. I have somewhere else to be. My, my time is more important than doing this for him. Or maybe they thought themselves were more important than him. I am more important than him. Or maybe they just thought, you know what? I'm going to go and someone else is going to take care of it. Someone else is going to do the work that needs to be done, the healing that needs to be done. And so they did nothing. Actually, they did worse than nothing. They went to the other side of the street and as far as they possibly could away from this man. And see, when we see the needs of the people around us, when we see the needs of our city, God wants us to love them. And that starts by having the eyes to see them. He wants us to see people through his eyes. And that starts us to actually care about them. But it doesn't start stop there. Not just he doesn't just give us eyes to see them and their pain. He he gives us a heart to feel. He gives us number two, heart to feel, to feel compassion, to feel empathy, to feel their hurts. So not just eyes to see, but a heart to feel, to feel their hurts. To see when this Samaritan man he saw the beaten man, he reacted differently, didn't he? Going back to verse 33, it says, when he, the Samaritan, saw the man, he felt compassion on him. He felt compassion on him. See, God, church, wants to give us a heart of compassion, a heart that's full of empathy for other people and what they have going on. He wants us to actually feel concerned at a deep level, not simply see them and then walk across the street. No, 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 no. He wants us to actually see them, see them like humans and then feel what they're going through with empathy. Doesn't want us to just look away. See, I want to challenge us, church, to have the heart of God. And I can imagine what, what this city, what, what the people around us would, would look like and how many lives would change if we were people who had the eyes to see how God sees and the heart to, to feel how God feels. For our hearts to break when we see what other people are experiencing. Hmm. See, that kind of heart and empathy makes all the difference in the world. Mm. See, that's what life with Jesus is all about, church. Having those eyes to see, having that heart to feel. But also we get from the story the most important thing. And what I think really is what life with Jesus is about. Not just seeing and not just feeling, but doing. Number three, hands to help. God gives us eyes to see. He gives us um, a heart to, to feel. And he gives us number three, he gives us hands to help. He gives us hands to help. See, God is calling us to respond, church, to actually do something, to act. He doesn't want us to just talk. And Jesus, when he was telling his story, he said the Samaritan man is the one who had the hands of Jesus. He is the one who actually walked the walk. The Samaritan had the eyes, the heart, the hands of Jesus. Do we, church? See, he saw that man around him and he had empathy for him. But more importantly, he did what he could do to help change the situation. In verse 34 and 37, going back to the, the Samaritan story, it says, Going over to him, 
The Samaritan soothed his wounds with olive oil. See, I'm getting goosebumps even right now. He soothed his wounds with olive oil and wine and bandaged them. Then he put the man on his own donkey and took him to an inn where he took care of him. And Jesus finishes the story in verse 37 and says, now go and do the same. Now go and do. Two active words, go and do. He wants us to respond. He doesn't just want us to see and feel. He wants us, church, to go and do with the hands to help in the hands of Jesus, going out into the city, loving our city with a scandalous love, loving the people around us with a scandalous love. See, the Samaritan man did exactly what he could to actually save and change this man's life. Jesus wants us to do the same, to have mercy, because anybody could talk to talk church. But how many of us are going to do something about it? How many of us are going to do something to actually help those in need? Are we doing something to help change the people's lives around us? Are we actually physically going out and scandalously loving the world by going and doing? Are we? Or are we turning a blind eye every time we see a homeless man with a sign? Are we actually helping where we can, when we can? Or are we walking on the other side of the street as well? If I'm honest, I have to admit that I've done it many a times. Many times I have not had the eyes to see, the eyes of God, the heart to feel, and the hands to help. But I want that to change, church, and I hope that is for you too. I hope that we are a church full of people who take this passage and respond. We are full of a church. We are a church full of people who want to do the mission and the work of Christ, who want to go out to the people around us, to our city, and scandalously love God's people that he made in the way that he would. So how do we respond to this message, church? How do we go to our city and love the people around us with the scandalous love of Jesus? I say this. I say we take advantage of opportunities. I say we prepare ourselves and we actually move and go and do like the passage says. So what we have for you, great news, is four opportunities to serve, four upcoming opportunities that you can get involved in. And I'm going to share them right here with you right now. Four coming up in the month of March, and they're as follows. Check this out. We can get involved in any one of these. And I would love to, to see what it would look like if all of us in the church rallied around and did as many as we could and we went out and loved our church. But here we go. The four serving opportunities we have coming up are number one, on March 12th, from 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. on Friday. This is an afternoon, Friday, March 12th, 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. for two hours. We're going to be volunteering with South Sacramento Christian Center with their food distribution. Right, so we're going to be taking their food. We're going to be helping assembly bags of groceries for people. And that's going to be on a Friday afternoon. And that's going to be specifically for ages 12 and above. And then the next day, the second opportunity, you don't have to do all of them. You can just do any of these if you would like. The second one, Saturday, March 13th, the following day, after we pack the lunches on Friday afternoon, we're going to come back Saturday morning, March 13th, 7 a.m. to 7.30 a.m. to 11 a.m. 7.30 to 11 in the morning, we're going to be taking those groceries and we're going to be giving them to people. We're going to be 
putting the groceries in people's cars, making more grocery bags if more people show up that need more groceries. We're going to be helping with the flow of traffic in the parking lot as people come in and drive through to pick up groceries, right? Again, that's going to be ages 12 and above as well, ages 12 and above for those two things when we serve with the South Sacramento Christian Center on March 12th and March 13th. If you want to connect with those two events and, and, and help out, you're going to email engage at impact.cc, engage at impact.cc. Now, the third opportunity is going to be for the students. The youth is doing ministry by helping with the chicks in crisis. Now, this is going to be March 18th and 19th. And so if you're a student, contact Anthony Via or a parent and you want to contact Anthony Via for uh, the students. He's our students pastors. And so contact him at anthonyv at impact.cc. Again, Anthony V at impact.cc. And with helping with the chicks in crisis, we're going to be doing gardening, facility maintenance, um, helping distribute supplies, all kinds of things. So that's going to be March 18th for the students and then for everybody else, right? So for our families and, and children under 12, this is the fourth one. We're going to clean up a local park around our city. So it's going to be a park that's close to impact, more details to come, but this is going to take place on Saturday, March 20th at 9 a.m. No age restrictions on this one. And we're going to clean up the park in our city. So we got four opportunities. We got March 12th, March 13th, March 18th and 19th, and March 20th. Four opportunities for us to go out and love our city and show our city what the scandalous love of Jesus really is about, church. So there you have it. So many opportunities, opportunities for us to respond to this message, opportunities for us to go out into the city. And I surely do help church. I surely do hope, sorry, that we go out, we sign up, we email and we go out and love our city. Oh, and for the fourth one, the cleaning up the park, if you want to sign up for that one, also email engage at impact.cc, engage at impact.cc. That's it for today. Would you pray with me? Father, Father, we need you. We need your love. We need you to fill our hearts with your love so that we can go out and share it with everyone else who needs to know it and hear it and feel it too, God. There's so many people around us and around our city who have different stories, who are feeling pain, grief, hurt, loss, all of those things. And they want to know that people care. They want to know that you care. And I pray that we would take advantage of these opportunities and every opportunity presented to go out and be the hands and feet of Jesus. I pray that we would have the eyes to see people like you see them and love them. And we have the heart to feel what they're going through and feel that compassion at a deep level. But most importantly, Jesus, I pray that we would go and we would do and we would have the hands to help. We'd respond like the Good Samaritan not just looking over people in their circumstances, but doing what we can to actually help them and to change their lives and to share your message, your mission, your truth with the people that are right around us and out in our city. We love you and thank you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. That's all for the service for this Scandalous Love Part 3, Loving Our City and the People Around Us. Join us next week with Part 4 as we talk about how to scandalously love our church. Have a great week, church. Thanks for joining us this week on Life with Impact. Be sure to follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Life with Impact. 
And to watch the full virtual service, make sure to check us out on YouTube at Impact CC. Have a great week.